Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome to the IAB UK Connected podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler, bringing you a snappier, more regular podcast than usual as we all bunker down at home. With what is the third week of working remotely for most of the industry in full swing, we explore some of the stories, trends and advice from across the full spectrum of IAB members. And today it's the turn of Matt Bush, Google's Managing Director of Agencies. We covered the phenomenon that is PE with Joe, got a 101 explainer on Google Classroom and discovered what Matt has already ticked off his lockdown to-do list. But I started by asking him about Google's new 3D animals feature. My kids are a little bit older now. Um, you know, if, if it was like 10 years ago, they would have been like, <laughs> uh, uh, totally blown away by it. But now I show them a piece of technology like that and they're like, yeah, we've seen this before, Dad. I, they haven't, and I did encourage them. Like we, I did manage to get them all to take uh, pictures with a tiger. Was the one that they love. I don't know if you've done the tiger. We haven't done the tiger. on the tiger is actually quite quite impressive. I mean, these are just you know unheralded times. Really, are you seeing things on the platform on YouTube and on Google in terms of what people are searching for and trends that are clearly different from what you've seen before? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, look, I think uh, I think one of the great things about Google is that. Uh, it is it is where people go to to really kind of open up and reveal their, their sort of innermost thoughts and feelings. Um, and so you know you get a really really uh, clear picture of, of of the zeitgeist of exactly what's going on at any mm. one time. And anyone can do this. You know, just go onto Google Trends and put in a word, put in a phrase, put in any 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 combination of phrases, and you can see how those um, how those trends uh, are, are are growing over time. And you can do that in the UK. You can do that in other countries. Um, but you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we've seen um, in the in the UK in particular. So, so things like, as you can imagine, you know, you touched on Joe Wicks already. You think about things like home workout that's gone yeah. through the roof. Um, but then, like you know, there's, there's other things like buying yoga mats um, has, has gone through the roof. Um, there's things like uh, how to cut your hair, which we've seen oh, God, big, yeah. big prices yeah. in. Which, which, like you know, sorry to bring it up, James, but perhaps not. <laughs> necessarily a challenge for you um but for someone like me who's like you know very very concerned about their hair that's been a, that's been a challenge so just just so you know just so that the listeners aren't worried uh, i've gone out and bought some clippers uh, are you gonna I've, do it you're gonna go I've full told, hog I've told, I've told my 14 year old that i'm gonna let her do it when it starts to get a bit unruly so, wow. so that's, uh, that's something i'm gonna do but then but then things like um things like trying to bring the outside in so like we can't go anywhere right now so what mm. are the things that we can do to bring the outside in so Things like live zoo, um, we've seen a massive increase in searches for live zoo where people oh, can just go nice. and watch uh, a zoo, if essentially because you can't go. Things like you know the Google Arts and Culture app, we've seen a massive increase on that because mm. people are looking to go to visit museums uh, and art galleries and they can't. And you know Google Arts and Culture brings brings all of that all of that home. So that's 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 on YouTube. Uh, that's on that's on Google. Sorry, um, on YouTube, um, you know we've seen similar stuff. I think. I think the rise of, you know, Joe Weeks has been around for like 10 years or so, yeah. um, but this massive spike that we've seen uh, in the last couple of weeks since he started doing his PE thing is, is, is absolutely Amazing, phenomenal. yeah. I think that, you know, he's, he's, he's regularly getting a million live. Uh, the first episode now, which is only like, you know, nine, nine days ago as we speak, I think it's got like nearly six million views, which is, which is astonishing. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you know, we, we, we can see that, that kind of trend continuing. Um, there is also... Um, uh, something which uh, is going to happen every Thursday at the National Theatre. We're working with the National Theatre and the National Theatre are going to put on their shows uh, essentially as, like, as, a, as, a, as a full show on YouTube. 
um, every Thursday, uh, and it's going to run for seven days, starting starting Thursday the second of April. I know this is probably going to go out after that, but you know if it goes if it goes out within the seven days up to the 9th of April, you can watch One Man Two Governors with James Corden. Wow! Um, and again, it's like you know just just fantastic. I never actually got to see that live, um, but you know I would definitely be watching watching that with certainly with my wife. I try and encourage encourage the kids to to, to come along as well. So so like you know I, I think. I think lots of lots of different searches on Google, lots of different stuff on YouTube. There is there is one actually which is a bit of a phenomenon which you which you may not be familiar with. It's, it's called the, the the stay home with me uh, mm. phenomenon or the with me phenomenon. Um, and essentially, this has been sort of bubbling under for a while, but we've turned it into a wrapper on YouTube to try and make it easier for people to actually find the content. And in 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 essence, um, it's where uh, there's a task that you might not necessarily want to do. Um, like cleaning or studying or working from home or whatever it might be and uh, YouTubers basically film themselves doing that task and that leads to you basically being inspired to do that task so if you can imagine like somebody just sitting there basically like doing their homework like working from home or reading and you basically as they're reading you read uh, and it basically like, encourages people to do the task so cleaning nobody really likes cleaning you can watch somebody cleaning and it's actually, I'll be honest, it's actually incredibly therapeutic to watch somebody <laughs> doing these tasks. Um, and are they live had, streamed or they're pre-recorded? I mean, I mean but some people are live, live streaming yeah. these, but then they're recorded as well and they become yeah. part of, their, part of their, their, their channel. But it's something like 4 billion views of wow. this type of content, which is, wow. which is, which is totally astonishing. Um, so, so we just try to make it easier for people to find this content because they're now, they're, they are now stuck at home. And so, you know, all those tasks that you have to do when you're at home and you're in home all the time, just yeah. try and make it a bit easier by watching some of this content. Yeah, we had um, we had Joe Evans from Enders on last week and he was talking about how the App Store charts look entirely different for the last two weeks as they, they did before. And one of the ones that he mentioned was the the sort of rise and rise of Google Classroom, which is up there in the Google chart as well as as well as Apple. Can, can you talk to us for those that aren't familiar um, and maybe haven't got kids of age where they're using it, what Google Classroom is and um, and how useful it is right now? Yeah, so so I mean, my uh, two two of my kids um, are on are on Google Classroom. It's it's basically a suite of tools to enable teachers to interact with their kids twenty four seven essentially. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, this, this obviously goes from something like Google Hangouts, which you can imagine, through to um, uh, sort of Q&A apps, uh, through to the ability to submit your homework. And it all kind of happens in this incredibly safe environment um, for, um, for, for teachers and, and pupils to actually interact with each other. Um, and, and, like, you know, the, the, the reality is that the kids, the kids absolutely love it um, yeah. because, you know, they know that they can submit things kind of in their own time and, like, you know, try telling a teenager to do something to a deadline is quite difficult. <laughs> if they've got a little bit of an extension, it becomes more, more straightforward. Um, <clears throat> but then I think, you know, that ability when kids can't be in school to actually still have those live, you know, interactive virtual classroom type scenarios has been absolutely um, uh, a, a godsend, certainly to the, the teachers that I've been interacting with. And but we, we could see that this was going to be a challenge. So, yeah. you know, quite early on, we, we, we created a new microsite, which is called Teach From Home, bringing together all those insights uh, and all those apps that we've, We've kind of used, um, uh, or we've, we've worked with schools on previously, um, as a way of kind of you know just try, trying to help teachers who perhaps aren't quite as familiar with using some of these apps yeah. um, and some of these tools uh, as they as they were. And you know this was never official policy, but I know certainly most of the colleagues that I've got have been 
pumping out that website to all of the schools that I know in their local area. Yeah. And what's, what's amazing is that, you know, quite a lot of the schools have then got back to us and, you know, I'm one of the ones who they've, they've got back to and said, look, this is brilliant and we weren't using some of these things, but can you help us become expert? And so I've now become like, almost like a Google Classroom kind of trainer uh, <laughs> as, a, as, a side, as a side job. Not something I expected like even three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, you know, things like that where, uh, you know, we've got, we've got the technology, we're putting it out to places that really need it. But then that real community spirit that, you know, we saw with, um, yeah. uh, with uh, the, the, the clap for the NHS mm. recently, but a really community spirit coming in. Um, and, you know, people wanting to sign up, kind of just make this as easy as we possibly can. Um, because, like you know, reality is it's probably going to go on for a little bit longer than any of us would would hope. Um, and so, you know, the, the the more straightforward we can make it, the better. That, yeah. that said, you know, school is over quite soon, and I think mm. you know, quite a lot of kids are going to be quite relieved to have that little break. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the community spirit, I saw something on uh, a social platform this morning. People in their road having a dance at eleven o'clock, sort of music blaring out. Everyone comes out of their house as a little dance. Uh, social distancing observed, of course, but all having a dance at eleven o'clock, which is nice. Um, as well as supporting teachers, parents, and kids, you're doing, um, of course, doing lots with some of the big official players: Public Health England, NHS, uh, WHO. T- talk to us a bit about um, little tweaks and stuff that you've made on the platforms to support what they're asking you to do. Yeah, it's right. I mean, it, you know, from a from a sort of a, a platform level, um, the first one I guess is on the on the Google side, uh, the Google search side, and um, you know, we we've been working with the government right from the start. Um, you know, there've been a whole series of meetings, as you can imagine, mm. uh, with with the with the government, us, and a, a bunch of other companies. To to, to be fair, um, and uh, and you know, one of the things that we did really really early was uh, just make sure that the World Health Organization information, the Public Health England information, was the uh, was the information that was always being surfaced to the top. So yeah. you know, you go onto Google now, you search for coronavirus. There's a yeah, it's it's in effect like a, a microsite on Google mm. with a whole bunch of information um, about coronavirus. Which I, I'll be honest, I've spent a long time sort of you know, I, I, I log in, I, I check it every day now yeah. Yeah. because it is the best suite of information with the World Health, Health Organization and Public Health England absolutely front and. And, and, and centre, um, and we, you know, we're just making sure that, that information is, is 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 always up there. Um, we uh, we on YouTube, we've got a consistent banner, which is like the the, the World Health Organization consistent banner, which is just up there all the time. Yeah. Um, we actually uh, worked on um, adding when when um, the the lockdown was announced a couple of weeks ago. Um, then we actually worked on uh, a stay home protect the NHS message that actually sat at the bottom of the Google search homepage and yeah you know, James you know as well as I do how kind of sacrosanct that I've got homepage is yeah, not yeah. something that we ever do yeah um, but, you know it was something that we felt really really strongly about we wanted to make sure that message got out yeah um, and like you know it does look like it is slowly getting out but yeah. you know we'll do what, what we can to, to kind of try and help uh, support the messages that are coming from those um, those authoritative uh, and trusted bodies like World Health um, Organization and, and Public Health England. Yeah, but I think they're doing a fantastic job. By the way, you know, it's just it's just incredible the amount of pressure they're under at the moment. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. And I guess they're supporting um, you know people, businesses as well. Uh, very early on, I think you came out saying. Uh, that the premium version of Hangouts was going to be available for everyone. So, you know, people can kind of use that suite, anticipating almost before, I mean, this thing's moved so quickly, but anticipating that a lot of people are going to be working remotely. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that you're doing, right, to try and make things a bit easier. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, you know, one of the things that, that I, was, I, was, I was really proud of, actually, is um, Sundar has been really, really kind of, Sundar is our CEO, global CEO, um, and he's been really, really conscious of, uh, of, the, um, of the need for us to sort of step up and make sure that we're mm. doing everything we can. Um, so he's, he's, a, he's made a series of announcements. The, the last one is in a blog post from, from last week. Uh, where in effect he's committed in excess of $800 million yeah. um, to a whole bunch of different things. So um, $250 million of that will be going to, uh, for ad, ad, to add credits for the World Health Organization, a bunch of other um, uh, organizations that we know have got the right information. So we just want mm. to ensure that they're pumping out that information as much as they possibly can. Um, there's also a $200 million uh, investment fund um, that's going to go to uh, NGOs and financial institutions to help the small business community. So, That's great. you know, we know that small businesses are going to potentially going to struggle in this, yeah. in this environment. Um, yeah. I think the government is doing everything they possibly can. I think a lot of measures they've put in place are, are really, really strong and powerful. Mm. But, you know, if, if you go from having a vibrant business to, in effect, having zero customers, it's yeah. going to be tough. Yeah. And so we're just trying to, like, you know, do our bit to make sure that some of those some of that money is extended to, to small businesses. And then also on the small business side, um, another $340 million um, of ad credits, which is, is going to be going to SMBs. So you know, that's just the way that you know, if, if their cash flow is struggling, then they yeah. can dip into that and they can make sure they can still get their message out there so they can still attract customers when perhaps you know, if cash flow isn't there, then the first thing that often businesses look to do is cut that marketing. So yeah, you know, absolutely. Giving that lifeline so they can still get in touch with their um, with their consumers yeah um you obviously look after a team um you look after the agency team at google with google specifically have you guys always had a culture you know big global tech company of video conferencing and people joining remotely or is this are you trying to get your head around this still and wrestle with it as much as everyone else is i guess in terms of everyone working remotely and trying to dial in i mean how are you managing that with your team yeah, this, well, I think there's two two answers to that question. You know, like, it's a, it, it, yes and no, basically. So, so the first one, yes, we as a as a business, you know, we've had Google Hangouts since I've been there for nearly ten years now. We've had Google Hangouts ever since I I joined, or certainly a version, certainly a version of mm. Hangouts. And you know, the nature of the, it's a it's a global business. You know, I have VCs every single day with people who are not in my um, uh, not in my uh, uh, not in my my office. Um, I've got teams in Dublin and Hyderabad anyway, so I'm talking to them on a regular basis. And the majority of our employees are in in the US. Um, yeah. So you know, naturally, we've we've had that culture. And you know, you've been to the Google office. You know that every single office has got a massive screen with VC facilities. So you know, it is something that's inherently built into Google. So us switching to work from home on VCs, that that bit from a tech technology perspective was easy. Yeah. Um, the bit that's more difficult is spending all day on VC. Um, yeah, yeah. And and I think you know, I, I was. You know, I'm, I'm in. I'm in my study at the moment at home. I'm spending, you know, eight plus hours a day yes. in this room. I'm in, occasionally allowed out to, to get some loud out or a loop break. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's quite intense and it's exhausting. You know, I'm finding it yeah. exhausting. Yeah. I mean, one, one thing I've actually I've started to miss. I never thought I would, and I know I won't once I go back to it. But I've started to miss things like my commute. I've, yeah. I've started to yeah. meet meetings with lots and lots of people. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, those, those things that, you know, the, the everyday stuff that, you know, let's be honest, the everyday stuff about just like bumping into people, having those, those, those quick snap, snatch conversations yeah. like in the office or in an agency or in a, in a, in a, in a, in a client, 
you know, those things are, you know, you just, you, you just miss intensely. Yeah. And so trying to recreate as much as you can in a virtual sense, but it's, it's really, really difficult. Um, yeah. And I, I, I don't think I've ever sort of um, appreciated more that kind of that regular human contact um, yeah. than, I, than I have now. And look, we're only four weeks in. I, know. Um, so I, know. I don't know where we're going to be um, uh, yeah. in, the, in the next four weeks. Ho- hopefully coming to some kind of stability. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, so whilst you know, technology, we can, we can adapt mm. from a kind of a human level, it's much more difficult to adapt yeah. to, to not having that regular contact. Yeah, it's a really good point. Uh, um, I read this morning that um, not muting your mic is the new reply all. Have you got any etiquette advice for people that are using Hangouts or, or other technology as well? I mean, that's the yeah, golden I, I, rule, surely. I, I think, well, the, the great thing about Hangouts is that, um, uh, is that increasingly, if there's a certain volume of people on the call anyway, it will pre-mute mute your, your, your oh, right. entrance. Um, but, uh, but, you know, there, there still seems to be too many people who will kind of make their point and then forget to mute. Um, <laughs> but we are, we are also, we're also trying to encourage uh, turning off your video. Yes. Uh, when, when you join. And there's, there's a couple of reasons for that. One is that it just causes too many distractions. If you've got loads of people yeah. you can like doing various things, possibly not paying attention, but yeah. Yeah. that's a challenge. Um, but then the other thing is that, I, I don't know if you, you saw this uh, a week or so ago, but both Netflix and YouTube um, committed to uh, uh, reducing the bandwidth. Yeah. Um, that we were actually like, you know, going to be pumping out. So basically going from HD to SD, essentially. Um, and the reason for that is because we know the capacity uh, limitations on on broadband and telcos at the moment is is challenging. Mm. Um, and so, like anything that we can do to kind of limit the usage of broadband when it's not really needed, like if you don't need video, don't don't kind of don't kind of Got use it. it. Um, but I I I, I was um, I, I saw that Tess Alps uh, had tweeted something about the fact that she'd done a, a hangout with 127 people. Wow. Um, so, so I'm now trying to beat that. I've, I've got up to 113. <laughs> I guess I've got up to 113. Uh, haven't quite got there yet. Um, but the, the other thing, the other bit of etiquette actually, um, on Hangouts, there's a chat box down the right-hand side. Mm. And so what we've been trying to encourage people to do is just use that chat box. To ah, right. So the question pops up at the bottom um, and you can, you, know, you can scroll through everything that's going on just as an easier way of trying to get communication. If you've got like, you know, anywhere, anywhere more than sort of 15, 20 people on a hangout, it's very, very difficult to, to, to kind of, you know, manage a Q and A. So if you can use that chat box on the right hand side, then it becomes much, much easier. Yeah. Nice. And I think we're all getting into these sort of new rhythms and, and learning how to use these things as well. Um, yeah. You look after uh, agencies, Matt, what's your take on how, um, agencies, I mean, a lot of them are, you know, certainly um, sort of the big networks, big organizations, lots of them did almost pre-runs around how they're going to work from home before they did. How are, what's your sense of how those guys are coping with it as well? Because clearly they've got big client demands on them too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'll be honest, I have been really, really impressed with mm. how they've they've moved to working from home. Um, you know, I've, I've checked in with uh, with all of the agencies over the last couple of weeks, um, and you know, from from sort of the sea level down, uh, they appear to have, have done a very good job of setting up yeah. um, their entire, most of their entire operations um, in a, in a very short space of time for for people to work from home. Um, you know, talking to my team, who are sort of you know talking to the to the the, the guys in agencies on a, on a daily basis. Mm. You know, there's there's 
it's, it's almost like one of the things that I've, I've been thinking about is that, you know, we, we kind of started off in this chaotic mode mm. where, you know, it was completely new and everyone was just like basically just trying to survive each day. It was like, you yes. know, how do we get through this day? What are we supposed to be doing? And I think we're sort of starting to move into this sort of complex world now. So it's still going to be difficult. It's still going to be challenges around. But agencies uh, and clients that we're talking to are starting to get to the point. It's like, look, we've still got a job to do. We've still got business to all those things that we had to do up front, yeah. like just working out how we're actually going to work full stop. We've kind of got through that now. And now it's like, okay, let's, let's, let's make sure that we're doing a great job for our clients again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so, you know, there's been some fantastic um, meetings that I've, I've been hearing about that are still going on some really, really interesting ideas, you know, trying to take advantage of, of some of the, um, uh, the, 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 the changes that we've seen in the way in which people are interacting with YouTube and, and search, you know, so, so that, that kind of creative spirit that sits within an agency world, you know, it's still there, it's alive and kicking, and it's starting to sort of, you know, look for those ways in which, you know, we can work with, we can work with, together with agencies to work on a client business to really get them to, to understand how to, to, to communicate to the audience yeah. now um, and to, to, and to, to you know, to, to continue to run their, their, their businesses. So, so yeah, I've, I've been impressed with how quickly, uh, you know, the industry actually has moved yes. from a position of, you know, being, you know, most people based in London, you know, yeah, being yeah. incredibly sort of, you know, uh, a close knit community where everyone's sort of working within close proximity to each other, to each other. But, you know, now we're in an environment where, you know, everyone's equally close whilst being equally far away. You yeah, know, that's everyone's very good point. Things, mm. so, so everyone's on a VC. So, so, you know, I could be talking to someone in the US, I could be speaking to somebody next door, but they're always going to be on a VC. Yes. And so I, I think, you know, that, that kind of notion, it's almost like a democratization of the, of the industry, I guess, in some respects, but yeah, yeah no, I'm, 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 um, I'm, I'm relatively, I kind of, I, I guess, you know, we, we're going to have to see what happens over the next few weeks, but, um, you know, relatively positive about the way in which, uh, the industry has, has adapted. Yeah. Good. Um, you're a keen tweeter as well as a keen runner. Have the frequency of both of those things increased in the last month? Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, uh, my, my dog is certainly getting a lot more walks <laughs> Than he, than he ever did uh, a, a secret which i'm sure some people have worked out if you go for a run early in the morning and then take your dog out later on you can do more than one form of exercise a day. Oh, very good uh, very good yeah top top secret that um, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so like i'm i'm i was because I've, I've had a few injuries so i was only doing a couple of runs a day but i'm now back up to sort of a couple of runs a week sorry a couple of runs a day cracking that <laughs> I've now pushed myself back up to, to three, but I'm, I've, I've got some exercise equipment at home. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, I've got a spin bike and I've got some weights mm. and stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to keep fit as much as possible. Um, on the, on the Twitter side, uh, I, I mean, like, I think because, because of, because ever since Brexit, I think, <laughs> who, who remembers Brexit? Right? I mean, it seems God, like a lot I'd do anything to have Brexit back now. Actually. <laughs> the good old days of Brexit. Um, <laughs> But, but since then, uh, well, since Brexit and sort of the Trump um, presidency, I, I've been um, addicted to Twitter. Mm. And I haven't really sort of slowed that down because of everything that's going on. But yeah. I do think that my sort of consumption of, of normal news has gone up significantly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, and like, you know, but that's that, that um, I'm trying to almost trying to wean myself off it and watch mm. something that isn't news because i just sometimes feel that i just need a break yeah you get stuck in that sort of cycle the 24-hour rolling and it's not changing that much i guess in a um, wholly positive way at the moment um there's there's two things i want to finish on that we're asking everyone one is to 
And we've had some good answers on this. One is to describe the view from where you're sat right now. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, well, I'm in my study. Um, my view out is out to the, 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 the front drive. That's good. You've got um, an outside view. That's good. You've got windows. This is. I've got. Good. I've got. I've got big windows, shutters. It's actually, you know, it's a, it's, it's a good view. And then, and the, so it's onto the front drive, which obviously, obviously on a on a road. Um, and so, like you know, I, I, I'm looking at a hedge and some cars <laughs> and some people who occasionally walk past, pretending to walk a dog. I guess <laughs> trying to get there one a day. But, in. but I, I have been keeping because I've been sat here for you know four weeks, and I've been keeping an eye on. This is how boring it gets. I've been keeping on the, on the, on the traffic um, oh. and the amount of people just going past. And there definitely was, if you remember, it was particularly sunny a sort of a, a week or yeah, so yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And there was definitely an increase in people who seemed to be like, you know, just active in, the, in those periods. <laughs> yeah. It's got a bit colder again. It's definitely got a bit quieter. <laughs> um, and the second thing is, have you made a lockdown to-do list? And if you have, have you ticked anything off yet? Uh, I have, um, but I'm starting to get a bit annoyed about this because <laughs> honestly, I'm just as busy, if not busier. Yes. And I don't understand how people have got the time to do all these like these these side hobbies. So, yeah. so my, my lockdown, my lockdown list. Uh, one was to finally learn Spanish. Okay. Um, so I did. I, I have downloaded Duolingo, um, and I have. Um, I think I've done two classes so far. Okay. okay. Ten minutes each. So twenty. 20, 20 minutes of, of that. <laughs> um, the second one is, uh, I don't know if you've read the first two books in the Wolf Hall um, trilogy, um, but the third one is out, The Mirror and the Light. It's a thousand pages. Um, the first two are fantastic, by the way. Do do read that. And I did commit that I was going to try and get that done within a week, so a thousand pages in a week. Wow. I think I'm on, on my Kindle. I'm still on like 6%. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a long way behind on that. And then the third one, the third one is, you know, one of the, you know, there's, there's some real downsides, as we've discussed, to, uh, to being in all the time. But the big upside is that, you know, you do get to spend significantly more time with, with your yeah. family. Yeah. And so, like, just trying to hang out with the kids in particular a lot more. So, you know, I've been playing. I've been trying to get at least one ping pong, one basketball and one trampoline in with my girls. Nice. Uh, which, is, which has been great, you know, great fun. Um, Who's winning in the ping pong, just out of interest? So I, I do win the ping pong. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, not not going to lie, but my youngest is significantly better than me at basketball now. Right, like, okay. I was actually quite shocked about how rubbish I was compared to, <laughs> compared to her. But then, like, you know, I'm try, trying to teach them all backgammon because uh, only one of them knew. Uh, trying to teach them all chess because only one of them knew. Yeah. So just, just stuff like that, which, you know, just it's, it's because we're sort of cooped up mm. <laughs> for yeah. 20, more or less 24 hours a day. You know, it's just things that, that, uh, that, that are quite nice to do that, that perhaps we wouldn't have done quite as much of. Matt, that, that, that's all we've got time for. Thank you so much for just taking half an hour to do it because it's clear you are mega busy and it's back-to-back VC calls. So... Thank you very much. There's so much in there. Thanks again, Matt Bush from Google. Thank you very much, James. The IAB UK podcast. And that's Matt Bush from Google there. Some sage advice on how to video conference properly, whether you're using Hangouts or Zoom or uh, or anything else. The chat box is probably very underutilized. It certainly is in my meetings. So you could probably do more of that. And turning your video off if you're not talking. I hadn't even thought of that. The novelty of seeing everyone's face I think we'll start to wear off and it is a distraction. I don't think we used to sit in physical meetings and you sort of look around at everyone and you're sort of looking what's in the background of their room. Uh, 
and all the other things that you're doing that might be slightly distracting on your video calls. Um, so some stellar advice from that there. And it's a bit comforting knowing that a massive technology company like Google, who culturally are quite used to doing video conferencing and people working remotely in different countries, um, that, you know, some of this stuff is challenging for them too. And as Matt said brilliantly, there's the technology bit, which is sound and good, but we're all kind of humans trying to do this as well. And we're all trying to figure that out and we'll continue to, I'm sure, over the next few weeks. Um, so that's all for this episode. But uh, I'll be back with another podcast installment later this week. We've got some brilliant ones lined up for you. Uh, in the meantime, uh, make sure you check out iabuk.com forward slash connected uh, and let us know if there's anything that you want to contribute to that. Just email info at iabuk.com. And as ever, don't forget to share, rate and spread the word. If you want more information on what the IAB does or you want to get in touch with us, find us online at iabuk.com or at iabuk on Twitter and Instagram. Stay safe, but of course, way more important, stay home. We'll be back later this week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. IAB UK, building a sustainable future for digital advertising.